gonna purchase? That's a name. You need to really get off my balls, okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. Also, why was Michelangelo so stinky? Ew. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 327 of the All You Can Hear podcast. I am one of your, uh, oh, God, uh, cinematic co-host, Wenzel, or I'm, I'm your, uh, oh, no, wait, wait, I'm one of your co-hosts, and I'm cinematic Wenzel, and joining me oh is, uh, is, uh, well, you know, could you have done better? Yes, I would have said my name is... Cool Cat Colt following the films from across the world. Damn. That was act- that was actually pretty good. Yeah, um, that's right. I'm a pro. Okay. Um wow. Shit. Uh yeah, so if you uh if you've read from the title, uh we this week me and Colt watched Tollywood films. Uh last week we watched Bollywood, so this week we watched Tollywood. And how this works, just like last week's, is we each chose a Tollywood film, and we watched it, and we're going to talk about it. Um, and you're thinking, well, what is Tollywood? Well, Tollywood is uh, Indian film cinema that is done in the Telugu language. Um, it is based in Andhra Pradesh and Tila, uh, Telangana, Telangana, sorry, Um and just to give you some more kind of info and background about Tollywood, uh, just some fun little facts I found. Uh, as of 2021, Telugu cinema is the largest film industry in India in terms of box office. Telugu films sold uh, $233 million in tickets in 2022, or uh, 23.3 crore, um, the highest among various film industries in India. Technical crafts of Telugu cinema, especially visual effects and cinematography, are considered as one of the most advanced in Indian cinema. The industry has produced some of India's most expensive and highest grossing films of all time. Telugu production Bahubali 2, which came out in 2017, is currently the highest grossing film of all time in India. Telugu film industry is also home to the film studio Ramoji Film City, certified by the Guinness World Records as the largest film studio complex in the world, measuring over 1,666 acres. Wee, damn. It's huge, yeah. Um, also, too, I tried to look up, like, what are, like, some kind of key components about what separates uh, Tollywood from other like what are what are signifiers of or differences between like what's tollywood what's bollywood you know what's collywood and what's dollywood and so on and so forth um to like to say like you know besides like the language difference and um it was kind of tough finding anything there's definitely like tropes and stuff that i that i think exist but i was i was just at some point i was literally just going a rabbit hole of people's complaints about about the industry Um, yeah. Also, too, should mention that, um, there's actually another, uh, film industry. It's of West Bengal that also goes by Tollywood as well. Oh, okay. Yeah. So just, uh, I mean, that's why we say Telugu instead of saying just straight up Tollywood, um, because West Bengal uses that title as well. 
or that phrase. So a little fun fact for you there. But um uh yeah, um I guess we can just get right into it. Um so my film I chose is Vaati, which is uh from this year, uh, is also known as Sir. It's directed by Venki Atluri. Uh it stars Danush as Bala, the main character and mathematics teacher, um Samyukta as Minakashi, the biology teacher, and Samu Tirakani as Turopati, president of the Private Junior Colleges Association. I use those three characters specifically, or those three actors and characters, because there's so many actors in this film um, that I just went with those. Also, too, should mention a lot of um, a lot of the films, whether it be Bollywood, Tollywood, or ha- however, they're all incredibly long. Oh yeah, um, that that's a. Uh... When we were trying to pick movies for both these episodes, we were, uh, uh, for me personally, I was like, I'm going to try to find something short so that we can have enough time to watch all these in like one day. Yeah. Uh, it didn't, didn't really happen. We, well, we were able to watch almost all of them. Um, it's just uh, the Tollywood films were really long. Um, the Bollywood films, we were actually lucky enough to find, um, well, I was kind of a little shorter. Um, I want to say, uh, I want to say the other, the other one was, was it really long? Which um, one? No, no, okay, okay, just make sure. No, uh, the one, the Bollywood you, film you chose as well wasn't too long. Like both of our Bollywood films were very, were fairly short, or they were under they were, two hours. Um, I don't know. They were, yeah, they were under two hours. Okay, so sorry. Behind the scenes, we were recording this before. We do the Bollywood oh, yeah. episode, so we're kind of getting ahead of ourselves. And I am correct because your film was 109 minutes and my film was 114 minutes. That's under two hours. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're on the shorter side compared to what we have for Tollywood. Um, oh, yeah. Tollywood was the one that I was like, fuck, this one is uh, all the like high rated movies are super fucking long. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And this this film sits at 137 minutes. So. That's about two hours and 17 minutes. Yeah. So, but, um, yeah, also should, uh, some other, some other things too, I should bring up, uh, on the Wikipedia, it says this is Danusha's Tollywood debut. Um, so that's, um, that's like pretty crazy. Cause the dude has like a huge, just, um, from what I've uh, seen about this, about this film, this actor, like because he's such a he's so big like okay so he's an actor producer director lyricist and playback singer who works mainly in tamil cinema one of the most recognizable stars of contemporary south indian cinema he has a lot of accolades like um like i i i I was gonna try to list some but there's just so many i'm just gonna say he has a lot he has a lot of accolades and um he's also well known uh for uh for the playback being a playback singer and lyricist uh he contributed to the soundtracks of a lot of his own films in 2011 his song why this colavar d from the romantic psychological thriller film munu became the first indian music video to cross 100 million views on youtube damn yeah so uh, it was a pretty big deal like i was like seeing like people talk about danush and stuff i was like I was like, oh, this is like, you know, for us, we're just going into this and and like no idea. But um, looking this up, this is like a big this. He was a, a big deal being his Tollywood debut. But um, uh, 
So yeah, I'm going to give you a synopsis here and bear with me because this film is like, because it is over two hours, it's very long. And I tried to look at other synopses. The one on Wikipedia, just like, I mean, it's a, it's a basically, it's just a summary of the whole thing. And then there's another one, or there's several others that just basically say like, oh yeah, a math teacher struggles in the private, the privatization, privatization of uh, education. Like, that doesn't explain anything. So I'm just going to give you the synopsis. I'm just going to tell you the story. And I'm going to try to keep it, um, you know, fairly, fairly succinct as I possibly can. So this takes place in the 90s. Um, so long it, ago. So far back. Kind of. 1993? <laughs> 130 years ago. That's over 20 years ago. I know. I'm doing a bit. I'm saying it's so fucking old. So your bit is that it's not old? No, I'm, I'm saying that it's so fucking old that it's like ancient Egypt. All right, well, let's let let's let Colt figure out his deal. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> so, OK, so three kids are doing badly in school. One of them has had their grandfather die and they go to clean out his old video store and they find a secret box with tapes thinking them to be porn. That's 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 legit what they think, um, because his grand their grandfather was a pervert. Um, so they watch them, but what they see is distorted footage of a man teaching math, which is the same lessons that they're having problems learning in their own classes. So they want to try to find this man, see if he can tutor them. Um, they end up finding one of his students who is an adult working at a bank who tells them the story of their teacher Bala. Uh, Bala is a mathematics teacher who was sent to a lower income poor village to teach the kids there. Unbeknownst to him, this is part of a scheme by Thuropathy, the president, like I said earlier, to ensure that school education stays privatized and the government doesn't regulate them. Bala goes to this area to simply teach, but also with the promise that if any of the um, these these teachers that they sent there, they are considering them third grade lecturers, which is like third grade or like bad uh, lecturers. But if they succeed, um, there's a promise that they will be promoted. Um, eventually, Bala learns about this scheme, and he devotes himself completely to ensuring every single one of his students succeed, and Thuripathy loses. Um, during the course of this, he endures imprisonment, beatings, and eventually banishment. Uh, but he becomes successful through uh, sneaking basically back into the village to pretend, by pretending to be a drama teacher, but then also... Uh, through the power of uh, recordings. Um, he's able to get this, the old man pervert I talked about earlier, well, he's able to basically have him record him teaching these lessons and then um, having the kids come to the theater that was originally only for adults, but there's special kids' nights now where they get to come there and watch these films so they can continue to learn and be able to uh, succeed in their um, in their. Uh, upcoming tests and stuff um i want to say it's funny that uh the we find all this story like the story starts because there's like three kids that are hoping to find some like porn on this movie but instead they found math <laughs> yeah um and uh i don't know if they're i mean they're not upset but it's just kind of yeah it's very funny um eventually the students do succeed but um Thuropathy basically like threatens all of the students, including Bala, 
and basically ha- says that you know what I'm gonna pay for their education. I'm gonna pay if they need a if they need laptops, if they need cars, if they need anything, I will pay for it just so that they can say that you know our um our association, our schools, I help them, and you lose Bala. But then Bala is like, uh, did I? Because you just had them all sign documents saying that you will pay for everything and they get to go to school for free as long as they give you credit. Uh, he's like, I didn't lose. I did exactly what I set out to do. And that was to make sure that you lose all, like, you lose. You spend all of your money into helping these children. Um, yeah. And then, and, and yeah, and then the whole thing too is that like, um, basically with the whole privatization of schools so basically the economy like changes and education and schools want to basically become businesses i should explain this um they want to become businesses and because of that it's it gets like impossible for um, people to take their kids to like government schools um, because a lot of them have turned into private institutions and in doing so a lot of the government schools close down because there's nobody attending and they can't afford to stay open and um and so the government tries to regulate that but what happens is that Durapati and his association basically adopts all of the schools and um to kind of ensure they still they're still kind of um they're at least kept to like a minimum but not completely failing is by like i said before sending these you know, quote unquote, bad or third grade lecturers to these schools. Um, but the problem is that uh, somebody like Bala, who's actually a really good lecturer, who actually s- wants to devote himself to teaching these children and s- ensuring they succeed, will mess up these plans. And um, and then it will make it uh, it will just make it seem like, OK, well, people can go to government schools or to these or villages or lower income places can go to these um these government schools and still succeed and that makes it a problem for like the other institutions or um the um the image of these other places so that's that's kind of the big thing with that and uh i I was trying to look up to see how much of this is like might actually be based on a true story and apparently there is a like some professor or teacher that the director met and it's kind of partially based on based on his life so that's kind of a thing there ah. um and um and the guy who uh the guy who's telling all these kids this basically is the is the kid who um who throughout the story is like partially like or he's disabled he's um it's his leg so he used to wear like uh crutches and um he's also kind of like a bad boy because he gambles and smokes and stuff also and too, he gets drunk and he's an orphan, um, yeah, but which is badass. <laughs> but Bala doesn't want to give up on him. But um, but this kid uh, wants to most certainly give up. But over the course of the story, he he doesn't. And eventually, it's revealed that this kid is the same man who's talking to them right now, who ends up becoming the like gets the highest score in all the students. He's like the he's like the first ranking or whatever, number one. Um, and then. After all this, um, Bala ends up moving. Uh, nobody knows, like, none of the students know if he's alive or what happened to him, but he moves to Uti, where he's married to the biology teacher. Um, by the way, that was a huge, that was like a, a storyline here where there's like a romance between the mathematic or Bala and the biology teacher. Um, they get married together um, and they both start a school, uh, school of knowledge. Um, for 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 children and all of his former students participate in um in their own like uh 
complex and programmed to basically pass on knowledge and skills whenever they can for no, you know, no charge, no price. And that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. And um and yeah, and uh you know there there is like uh there is a few moments where um <clears throat> there is like song and dance of course. Um what do we what do we think about that? Like was that was that um was that anything or um comparable or like um good to what we had seen previously uh with Ega or I know we'll talk about Ega here, but like with the other films that we have seen. Um, what do we think about that? Like, how was that in comparison to those? Sadly, uh, the song and dance in this movie is like the most forgettable because I am racking my brain right now trying to remember the song and dance. But like, uh, if I think about Ega, <laughs> so fucking easy to remember that. Yeah, I can I can remember Ega. I can't I, I can remember this one, Um, but like it's it is forgettable. Like it's like I, romance stuff. Was that right? Like he was singing yes. to her. Yes, it is. You're right. It was. It was that. I I just don't find it memorable and uh, not great. What do we think about the brief fight scenes that we have? <laughs> the action scenes. Again, uh, mm, not uh, very forgettable. Sadly. Do you do you remember? Do you actually remember any of them? No. There was two. Uh, there was one close to the beginning where uh, these guys uh, they're playing they're they're playing a sport. They bully. oh yeah, and he beats the fuck out of them because they're bullying the kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's the uh, towards the end where um, a bunch of thugs hijack the bus and he fights them. Yeah, that was actually yeah, that was pretty fucking crazy. Uh, they were going to take that test and the fucking going all out just to make sure this dude can't get fucking these kids scores up. And then like he's hijacking this train of uh, people carrying stuff uh, like foods and shit to town to sell or something. He's like, mm -hmm. fuck it, dude, throw your food on the ground. We got these kids to make a good score on their test. Fuck your fucking fuck. Yeah, you know, I tried to because in that moment, there's a guy on there that it very, it very clearly felt like a cameo of some kind. I could not figure out who that was. It seemed when like I, he was important because it like focused on him for like a weird amount of time. So it's like giving the audience to realize who he is, which like obviously for us, we wouldn't know. Um, yeah, I, I, this is like the f second. No, third at the time we watched it, like, Tollywood movie I've ever seen. Oh, well, shit. Maybe, um... Uh... Have I really been having... I think I found it. Um... Okay, so the guy, if I'm correct... Why have I had so much problems? I cannot find anything about this, literally, until now. Um... There is... I think... Give me just a second so i believe that's a director a famous director who has uh, -huh. uh who he was in it because he has a special place in his heart for education is what this article is saying it's a baratiraja baratiraja i'm sorry if i'm getting these names wrong i'm so sorry um but yeah uh 
yeah so i get it's just a famous i think it's just a famous director oh okay well, um, hell yeah yeah but um okay so yeah so the, those fights were all right they were all right they were they were cool uh <laughs> it's just it's just so funny because this this like <laughs> it's just when would this ever when would this situation ever happen you know i don't know I don't it's based know. on a true story okay I know. I he know. really beat up these dudes. <laughs> I just like to think that all these, like, there's just a bunch of, like, insane, just, uh, you know, <laughs> you know, if The Conjuring could be based on a true story, this can be based on a true story, too. I agree. Like, yeah. Okay. Um, what do we, okay, what do we think about the performances? What do we think about uh, Danush in particular? I, I thought like he he was good, but it was fine as well. Cause I'm trying to remember there was I had a lot more complaints at the time that we watched it, but it's been like a month and a half or something like that mm-hmm. since we watched it. Uh, I feel like there was like some weirdly uh like old fashioned viewpoints in it. But I can't remember exactly because I, I was just on Letterboxd saying like like reviews to see if it could help jog my memory. And uh, I saw some people saying old fashioned or maybe not as progressive things happen in it, but I, I don't know. Oh gosh. Um, that That's the thing is I've been looking at reviews too, about what people thought about it as well. Cause I, I know like for the most part, I thought it was all right. You know, I was just curious about what people thought. Um, yeah. Reviews don't help. Uh, for this because it's just the only thing I can think of is there's that there's a thing well it's not even to its detriment because it basically is saying that like you know we need to do away with the caste system um, because there's there's that whole moment there with the caste system where um, the kids don't want to be in the same class as other other kids who are in a different caste as them until um, he forces them into a situation where it's like well you know, you have to, you have to work with them. You have to learn how to um, recognize them as people and not by their cast and that. Um, oh gosh. I know. And uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and talk about reviews too, because there's a lot of people who talk about how this film is so preachy. And I definitely can see that just because of um, it's, you know, a lot of like education, education, education. And I don't think it's done in a way with like ill intent or anything. Like, I think it's just it's just simply saying like, you know, to if you can, if you can seek education, if you can get it, then get it, you know, um, always like always try to. Um, in like if you can to learn to gain to gain knowledge um however you may you know like um yeah i couldn't really tell you honestly off the top of my head um and and maybe it's because we're americans you know we don't know yeah um, that's true um because there's because for the most part it just seemed like through and through just kind of like a very innocent film about uh about trying to help kids and just people in general uh seek a better life you know um there was that one line uh from bala talking about how um with education like that's that's how they can earn respect i think or yeah it's like uh it's weirdly if you're not educated you're not as 
good as a person or something like that. It was weird. I I, I think it's that. But but then also too, he doesn't say necessarily before leading up to that that like the people who don't have education aren't necessarily bad but yeah he he says like but that's how you gain respect is having that which is like okay that's kind of weird you know like i I don't know if that was phrased properly um but again it's i i don't think there was any harm meant in this um yeah it was just a very just a very very long film about you know about education and about um (laughs) about kind of like um uh cliche cliches you know like yeah like like let's all band together you know um uh oh yeah he's falling in love with a biology teacher um <laughs> like and then these kids are being fucking mean and these kids are being weirdly mean. racist but then they're gonna pull out confetti out of their bags yay I, I don't know. I don't know if that's also a thing like with the, with the culture, because they, they do that bit where they pull out like a bunch of like stuff out of their bags to throw up, to, you know, when they're cheering. Um, yeah, I um yeah. And um, oh, gosh, uh, I'm trying to think of anything else like. Uh, um, gosh. Yeah, it's just um, it's just you really feel the runtime um yeah that's the thing with this movie it was if you feel the runtime you get it like they're just keep enforcing the same points yeah uh, I, I, but I it don't... was fun it sounds like we're like 100 shit talking it but i really enjoyed it it was a fun time it, it was very enjoyable um i know we we don't i know i don't sound enthusiastic it, it's it's just because it has been a month since we've seen this and I am like I'm trying to pull out all the information that I can without having to go back and watch a 137 minute long movie. Um, you would think that I would, you know, have it ingrained into my brain. I do for the most part. Um, I, I think I covered the the high point or the bigger points of it because there's not again, it's just the same thing packed into two fucking hours. Like that's that's my like it could have been wrapped up in like an hour and 30, you know, um, I it didn't need to be two hours long. and um, uh highlight of the film too was that one kid who would put the strap on his head and run with it yeah he always had his backpack like just like hanging off his forehead pretty like a uh, powerful move i guess he was known for it <laughs> that was just I, at the end of the movie when we saw those kids or they're as adults now I- i'm curious if there was a guy there that uh just had a strap on his head carrying around his stuff he even continued that even into adulthood um <laughs> i really hope that's what happened which uh colt reminded me or told me that he would do the same thing like a lot of kids did that and i just think yeah that's great, it know? felt good it's like a weird weight system on my head and it makes me feel comfortable like even when i'm watching movies like sitting on the couch i like to put a pillow on my head and it makes me feel comfortable i do the same thing you know so um yeah um there was one review I read that was so fucking funny because they had completely missed the point of the movie entirely. They just kept like they they talked about oh whoa is you know like oh they shouldn't you know education being accessible what they weren't even, they weren't being sarcastic they were being like legit because then at the very end they talked about how they didn't like the ending because they're like so they want all these doctors lawyers bank bankers you know whatever they want them to come back 
and give their knowledge and skills for free, that's morally unacceptable. And somebody was like, I don't think you understand what morally means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? You fucking psycho. Like, <laughs> it was it was crazy. Um, Also, yeah. the scene where he's like, like exiled and he's forced to walk barefoot through the street. And like one of the kids smashes the water fountain. Super dramatic just to have a little stream to cool off his feet. And another kid made shoes just for him so he can walk away. Super dramatic. Super dramatic intensity. Um, very cool. <laughs> that this is like I, uh, because um, my my first, uh, I'm trying to think because like this reminds me, uh, RRR was my first introduction to Tollywood, and there was kind of like that where there'd be like these kind of these um these very mundane acts, um being like intensified in slow mode uh it's just incredible and you see the same thing um <laughs> i don't want to say i keep wanting to say 300 but it's not 300 <laughs> it's uh the south park parody of 300 <laughs> yes yeah and uh i, I just because there's a there's a scene in there where they where um mrs garrison um and it's very intense and slow motion. Um, one of the one of the women eats a potato chip. Same thing. So I'd like to think they. Um, I don't know if that's a staple of Tollywood, Bollywood, or any of the Indian cinema, like um, a staple of their industry or films. But I'd like to think that they were they were using those techniques like that <laughs> in reference to that. I just think it's fun. Also, all the like super slow-mo repeats of the exact same scene over and over again in RRR wasn't really didn't really pop up again in these other Tollywood movies. So I'm thinking that was just a stylistic thing that in RRR that added an extra 40 minutes of unnecessary repeats. I don't know, man. RRR was awesome. So It was good. I enjoyed it. I gave it four stars. I liked it. It just man, that's a lot of slow-mo and I, I i have no idea what you're talking about because again i loved it uh, the intensity of it the dramatics of it and i do think it's kind of interesting like of how much like okay how much inspiration and crossover like like you know are like with these films and with these directors of like you know with 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 american and other um of other cultures of of other places like how much how much of this is like crossing over with each other I, I am curious about that like um that always fascinates me the the um artist and you know their their uh their inspirations and stuff um but anyway sorry getting off track um what do we uh what do we feel for vadi what's our ratings for this i gave it four stars uh Honestly, it was feeling like a three and a half, but just because I enjoyed it so much, I had so much fun. I don't think I would have had as much fun if I watched it by myself, but since you were there, it was more fun. I gave it four stars. Yeah, uh, I gave it four stars as well. That's um, I, I I think that's a fair and fine. Uh, it has an average on Letterboxd of 3.3, or just, sorry, no, 3, 3.03. Um, so, uh, Which is yeah. surprisingly low for what it is, because I think, like, it's not a bad movie, uh, and it's very well made. So, I, I understand though. I understand why it's that low. 
yeah uh it's like we like we said before it's it's a lot for 137 minutes um yeah now we move on to the one and only ega which translates into the fly and we're not talking about the movie with the dude from the dinosaur movie jeff goldblum we're talking about Ega, directed by S.S. Rajamuli. Came out in 2012. S.S. Rajamuli, if you don't know who that is, that's the director of RRR. Uh, funny thing is, lengthwise, on Letterboxd, it says 145 minutes. But when we watched it, we watched it on Netflix, it was 133 minutes. So I don't know what's going on there. Because I... It just seems weird. Uh, I didn't really see. Very weird. That's a that's a twelve minute discrepancy. Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna guess that that's like twelve minutes of uh, fly dance scenes. So kind (laughs) of sad we didn't get all of that, but you know it's fine. We got a good amount though. Yeah. Sudeep Sanji plays as Sudeep, which that's his name. So thought that was fun. And Ganta Naveen Babu, known as Nani for his acting name plays Nani. So that's another person <laughs> playing their screen name or their acting name. And then Samantha Ruth Prabhu plays Bindu. She is a completely different name. Thought that was fun as well. <laughs> okay. So I have the just a little beginning thing here to throw at you because after that we're going to go into some batshit things. Uh, this movie... Super memorable. I remember so much because I was laughing my ass off the entire time while watching this movie. It's so fucking funny. Uh, but anyways, I'm going to get into this little story information. A young girl who's unable to sleep asks her father to tell her a bedtime story. Although reluctant at first, he tells her a story of a fly named Nani. It's all started because a little girl uh, wanted a story to sleep. Nani is a young man based in Hyderabad who specializes in preparing fireworks. He's in love with his neighbor, Bindu, who is a micro-artist that runs Project 511, a non-governmental organization, also an NGO. Bindu also develops romantic feelings for Nani, though she does not express them. Seeking to raise money for her NGO, Bindu visits the office of a rich and powerful industrialist named Sudeep who also finds her attractive and starts lusting for her. He befriends her, donates 15 lakh, which is around 28,000 US dollars, and gains her trust. Because in the scene when he donates the money, he, uh, he's like, oh, fuck. Uh, I didn't mean to donate that much. He's like mentally thinking this, but like he's so attracted to this girl that he's like, fuck, yeah, 28,000? Yup. Super intentional. And uh, Sudeep sees Nani as a rival and plans to kill him. One night, Nani inspires Bindu to help her finish a piece of micro art, a heart locket made from pencil. While returning home, Sudeep kidnaps and strangles Nani to death, making his death look like an accident. And before he dies, Nani curses Sudeep, swearing to kill Sudeep if he tries to hurt Bindu. Unaware of the incident, Bindu confesses her love to the dying Nani by phone. It's the last thing Nani hears before he's reincarnated as a housefly that cannot remember its previous life. And that's what I have for the story, because let's just say 
everything else that follows is absolute batshit. Just really good. I was gonna say it said you said that he doesn't remember his past life. He does remember his past life because that's the whole premise of the story. Like he yeah, it is. This is I just copy this straight from the Wikipedia. Uh, also, also too, you said he was a fireworks repair person or whatever. Um, repairing. It says he's a flower decorator here. What the fuck? <laughs> I'm on the Ego Wiki. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's very what weird. The hell, man. Anyways, this shit's crazy. He's a fly now, and the way he was murdered was so fucking funny. I know that's a crazy sentence, but uh, <laughs> he just like gets beat the fuck by this dude, and it is funny, isn't it? Am I crazy or uh, or what? You're crazy, Colt, <laughs> because he gets okay. So he gets beat up, but uh, what happens? Because me and Colt both laugh at this. Is Sudi takes off his shoe and his sock and puts his foot oh, yeah. on on him um, to kill him because he wants to feel uh, the life drain out of his enemies <laughs> through his, through his toes. Yeah, pretty much. And, and yeah. <laughs> that's how he dies and the just events through the movie is fucking crazy the fly for example is uh trying to stop Sudeep from like getting with uh Bindu and he eventually just like we're skipping a lot of details here but he manages to make him flip his car in the most dramatic way and uh, he eventually, what does he ride on the f a fucking windshield of the car after the dust settles? I'm like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill something? you. Yeah, I'm, I will kill you. Yeah, I think that's fucking just amazing. All around. And also, there is a moment at the very beginning of the movie where he turns to a fly and everything is so out of scale. It's funny. Uh, because it's like he's a tiny little fly hatching from an egg with all his little fly f family. And uh, he's in the Grand Canyon type area where the sudden rush of water comes in. I can't remember the water, uh, why it's brushing in, but the scale when it's in the CG realm, which a CG does look terrible, but it did come out in 2012. Uh, but it makes up for it for the amount of comedy. And other things that pop up in this movie. Yeah, CG is... Uh, well, I will say, whenever he's, it's just him as a fly, it's not too bad. Um, it actually makes it really funny. But this, this moment right here is just very out of, out of scale because um, I can't remember why the water was rushing in. I think it might have been because it was raining or the, um, the area that he was killed in. Uh, it goes through, like, I guess, levels of... See, this is where we were confused, because we were like, why is there water? Because he he died on dry land. There's a little pool, but if he got revived on the dry land, then he would be fined. Like, so where where's this water coming from? I don't know. Um, but yeah, it would, it would turn into, like, it would basically be like a Grand Canyon of water rushing in. But then... Um, he somebody would be about to step on him and he was like a regular sized fly he wasn't microscopic 
um they would they would go back and forth from microscopic like size to like being a regular fly uh is very weird um yeah the entire time he's a fly is incredible uh i had no idea what this movie is about going into it i i just literally knew that Iga and they're and Col- this is colt's movie so as soon as we watch it and i'm like i'm sitting there looking at it and then he turns into or he gets reincarnated as a fly i i immediately turn the call i'm like what the fuck <laughs> and it just gets so crazy like colt said uh so the entire time that he's a fly, whenever he realizes that he's a fly and that um, he he's still in the same time, you know, around Bindu and Sudeep, he um, the ways he's antagonized Sudeep is like he'll basically just stick to him and just constantly be like kind of like pecking at him or flying around him. And it, it gets to the point to where like he oversleeps. Um, he he can't concentrate. It, it's just so funny. And like Colt said, he is able to get into his car while he's getting late to um, the airport and he causes him to, it was an insane sequence of him flipping his car, crossing four lanes of traffic off of a cliff into another lane of traffic where a truck hits him. A bunch of sand falls on his car and uh, Nani can write on the sand and it is incredible. Um, and there's multiple scenes throughout this movie where, like, there's a montage where he trains his little fly body to get strong enough to wear this little armor so where he can, like, help, like, cut him up and shit, and it protects him. Yeah, it's so... It's so fucking funny, since Bindu is such a great microscopic artist, she's basically a blacksmith for fly armor. <laughs> basically, because ba- what happens is Nani is able to contact Bindu, um through like paint uh because he's so small he can dip his his body in the paint and write and stuff and that's how he's able to contact her and they're able to um to interact and communicate and um there's actually a scene in there where they go to a a cafe yeah there's a there's an empty seat and she orders like two drinks and um the the waiter is like this bitch is crazy. <laughs> um, and yeah, and the tra- and the songs too are, uh, I don't know about you, but they're really good. Um, oh was, yeah, they were great. There was a sequence of Nani when he's human trying to wow Bindu, but the entire time Bindu's like, hmm, like giving him the cold shoulder. Yeah. And he's like, and he's just like, ah, I love you even more. It's so, <laughs> it's so funny and kind of wholesome um, because Nani is so sweet. <laughs> and the entire time too nani does all this stuff and it's like his friend is like dude she's just not into you but then she does something and he's like no wait a minute she does this because of this because she wants to get my attention and it's like it's like dude come on but it's actually true <laughs> and it's just like what the fuck and and then like cult said there's a the montage where he's training no lie he uh uh, Bindu makes him uh, claw gauntlets. Uh, they train him, like basically have him lift weights so that he can lift several pounds of gunpowder, of a uh, metal ball, of different things. Because um, they were trying to set up a little cannon in his house to shoot and kill Sudeep. <laughs> yeah, fucking fucking crazy. <laughs> and and it and it gets to the point too where like uh, Sudeep just has basically his whole mansion outfitted to be like a high security fortress an anti-fly fortress an anti-fly fortress 
um <laughs> to where there's like high tech like heat sensors and cameras to look for a fly on on people um he has tons and tons of guns um so many and it's just it's just so funny it's incredible and also the end sequence basically the cannon plan goes awry and the uh fucking gunpowder falls out so he lights himself on fire to blow up the gunpowder so that he can shoot so deep and causing the entire house to explode which kills him but thankfully he gets reincarnated again as a fly which is kind of a shit deal but whatever yeah he's he's back um, and uh I, I assume they live happily ever after where she's in love with a fly yep uh but there was a fun side story. I want to bring this up. Where with there's the a thief? Po- yep. Where she, he or Bindu is talking to Nani in fly form, and uh, there's a thief in the back, and she's like, "You don't have to do this." She's talking to Nani, and uh, she's like, "You don't have to do this. You can better your life. It's fine. I love you." Stuff like that. And the thief behind her is like, "Oh my god, I can't believe it." I'll I'll change myself just for you, and uh, it's it's so funny because it comes back in like the credits. There is a sequence where it's the <laughs> thief, but it's during scenes throughout the movie where she is secretly interacting with the fly, but he takes it as like she's interacting with him, and uh, it's like a weird little one-sided love story that is very fucking funny well it's also wholesome too because at the same time so basically what happens after uh like colt said there's this montage of him like doing stuff so after uh this whole interaction he leaves again bindu has no idea who he is doesn't know he's there doesn't know this man broke into her house uh he leaves because he takes this to heart and he goes on this huge journey of basically getting a job, working. He ends up working really hard. There's like this whole thing where he jumps in the air where he's like, yay! <laughs> but the and, classic bit where it's uh, pause midair. Yeah. Music plays. And and he and he gets promoted. He goes overseas. He comes back. It's this whole thing where he like ends up doing really good. And then they're at like... um they're at a religious ceremony and she's talking to the um uh, the uh the the religious person the because because there's like there's like a bunch of weird um there's a bunch of different like religions kind of crossing over here but he um she's talking to him and she's like i've met somebody blah 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 well she's referring to the fly but the guy is also at the religious ceremony right right next to her and um he thinks uh because the fly is sitting on her shoulder he, he she's referring to somebody that's next to her and he he thinks that he's referring she's referring to the guy that's next to her which is the thief and the man knows who she is because there's flashbacks of the times that he had been kicked out of the ceremony for stealing or for all these other like all these other heinous acts or whatever and he's like how could you do this you made it like how could like you made a terrible choice like saying like all this stuff of like this like like this is how like could a, you love this animal this 
<laughs> this animal thank you and, and the entire time she's like what like you know saying all this stuff like i love him and then he's just the guy's just getting even happier um <laughs> so uh <laughs> and it's 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 incredible it's really good um and he just goes on to do great things <laughs> and bindu's in love with the fly yeah that, that's basically the movie and it made me really want to watch more of ss rajamuli's like backlog because he's got a decent sized uh amount of movies especially bahubali uh if, if tanner was going to be with us but if he was we would have watched bahubali and i think it would have been a lot of fun yeah, I heard so many good things about Bahu Bali. Um, yeah, if Tanner was, if Tanner would have been on this episode, we would have watched that because that was his choice for that or for this as well. Yeah, um, but uh, what aren't like rating wise? Like I was initially after finishing it. Uh, wait, hold up before I go to that. At the ending of the movie, there's a fly dance sequence. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up. I was like, the entire time we were like, please God, if there is a God. Let there be a fly dance sequence. Let there be a fly dance sequence. And what's the ending? A fly dance sequence. Yup. And these flies are busting it down to the ega ega. And it's, it's so, so good. good. It's so fucking good. It got me so hyped. Oh man, now that I think about it, I love this movie so much. Yeah, it, it's fucking awesome. But I was saying that I immediately read it four and a half stars. Uh, like, but I definitely upgraded to five because this movie is just too fun to give it anything lower. Uh, yeah. Uh, I as soon as we got to watching it, I I went right for it. I went for five stars. I still stick by it. Holy shit! It is too much fun. It is too good to be rated any lower. It is. It is just incredible. Um. I, I recommend out of out of both out of both these films, Ega is the one I recommend the most. Obviously, um, you know, obviously, if you have if you want to give Vadi, you know, give it a watch as well if you want to. But I I, I strongly recommend Ega. Yes, Ega is an absolute blast. Also, still on Netflix right now on American Netflix. Go check it out. Go check it out. Yep, uh, uh, Vadi. I should mention that was on Netflix as well. I, I didn't say that. Um, these were both on Netflix. Um, very accessible if you have Netflix, obviously. Um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to think. Any any final thoughts? Anything? Uh, I or really want to watch more Tollywood and Bollywood films because fuck, I had a lot of fun watching. Not necessarily fun with the Bollywood because there is a very sad movie that uh, we watched in that, uh, but it was still a very good movie. The Bollywood films are very, very heavy. I'll just say that. <laughs> yeah, uh, we went a little lighter here. Uh, uh, not was... intentional because we didn't really know what each other picked. Yeah, like it was, it was really kind of um, spur of the moment for me. I, I knew ahead of time what Colt was picking, but it was, it was really just spur of the moment, and it just played out like that. So, <laughs> oopsie poopsie. Uh, so sorry about being sad last week. Uh, yeah, but they were they were great movies. They were great yeah, movies. Great movies, hands up. Um, gosh, I guess you want to plug it up. Yeah, Unless you have something I, else to say. There was. I've, I'm trying to think. There was. Was there something else I was gonna say? Um, I I can just edit this out because I have the time. Um, 
gosh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, sorry. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. There, there's that nice silence right there. I can cut it out easily. Um, no, I was going to say is when it comes to our end of the year, like what's our what's our favorite movies that we uh, that we watch this year that aren't 2023 uh, huge contenders. I'll say that. Yes, 100 percent. Huge contenders. Uh, yeah, I can go right into plugs. Um, thank you for listening um, to us. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, AYCH podcast. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, where all you can hear. Leave us a rating, a like, um, you know, uh, feed any feedback uh, really helps us out. We appreciate it as well. Um, you can follow uh, us on Blue Sky, AYCH podcast dot sky dot social. You can follow us on Instagram, AYCH podcast. You can follow us uh, on Twitch, all you can hear. You can follow our YouTube, all you can hear, where we have, or sorry, Twitch, twitch.tv slash all you can hear. Uh, YouTube, all you can hear, where all of our VODs go. Um, you can follow the Backlog Boys pod uh, on Twitter, uh, and you can follow AYCH Extra on Twitter as well. Um, you know, if you don't know, we're, we're um, the feed for AYCH Extra is, um, we're not using that feed anymore. Everything's getting uh, transferred over. So just, uh, just, Bear with there. us. It'll get yeah. there. Bear with us. Um and then um oh gosh. Uh and, and that's 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 it for all that. Um go go listen to those other shows, Cajun Greatness, Instruction Booklet, so on and so forth. Go go listen to them. Um but uh and and uh thank you again for listening. I'm Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter at Winsy Wilkie, you can follow my art Instagram, my threads, and blue sky, uh World of Winsy. Um, you can follow my bookstagram, Winslow Banters. I have a link tree with links for everything. Um, anything that I have a bio, I'll have my link tree in it. Um, with also my Goodreads and Letterbox. And my name is Colt. Follow me on Twitter at ColtD00 and follow me on Blue Sky at ColtD99. I'm going to turn into a fly and do a little dance. Now picture me turning into a fly doing a little dance in your head since this is an audio only thing. So... Just have a little fun with it. Maybe I'm doing a uh, the the uh, hips don't lie dance, maybe, or maybe I'm just uh, doing the uh, uh, stop making sense dance in a big suit. Okay, here's a quick question, fun question for you. Um, if you could have a choice of turning into any animal, uh, you can't be smaller than a fly, but you can't be bigger than a whale. What would you choose? Um. Uh, feel like we've talked about this before easy a bird be a big bird bird of prey okay. okay all right uh my choice would be easily a dragon that's not real <laughs> and they're sometimes bigger than whales we'll see you next time and all you can oh. hear <laughs> have a good day bye bye 